Are you a sheep? No. You're a dragon. Be a dragon. This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because girls don't play, girls games. Don't play games. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into their prime to be the role models, dreams and voices. Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Herring, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, I'm Amanda, and with me today is my wonderful, hilarious... I wanted to say domineering, but you're not domineering. What? I'm like, brain, like, where did that word even what? come from? What the Co-host fuck? Monica. <laughs> what the actual fuck, man? I don't know. What? My brain just, like... Domineering? Like, I don't know. I don't even I don't... wear black. I, I didn't say dominatrix. I said domineering. I don't know. I was reading an article about like not wanting to be a strong female lead. And it just, I think the word was maybe in there. I don't know. Hi, Monica. Hi. How's it going? Hi, Amanda. <laughs> I'm confused again, but all is good in the hood. How are you? And also, what's happening today? I'm good. And what's happening today is that we have an awesome, excellent guest joining us from part of our Dragon Power Studio family. Woo, I'm so excited. Hi, Ellie. Hello. It was really hard not to like just bust out laughing during the last <laughs> little bit. So well done breaking me already this early in the morning. Yay. So, you are welcome. And if we're breaking you in like two minutes, within a minute, like this is going to be a fun yeah, podcast. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. Feel it. <laughs> yeah, I still don't know where that came from. I don't actually think you're domineering, Monica. I just I need to look the word up that. because I don't know what that means now. And I sometimes have the ELS issue that I don't even know what you're all saying. The number of times that I had to look words up recently because of you old people start talking weird stuff to me. It's unreal. She's just encouraging, encouraging you to learn more words. What the fuck? She's helping. I'm not I know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> now I'm offended for like two minutes before. No. There's some think... lag on the offending. It's okay. Oh, man. <laughs> I think I'm usually quite oh. nice. I might be too direct and very blunt, but I don't think I'm domineering. I also don't think you're domineering. Yeah, and yeah, I would you just, say I would that just, like, now. I do say that. Maybe you should be domineering. Freudian? I mean, which sounds very weird in English when you say it, because he's actually what Austrian. So Freud would not be... <laughs> would disagree with you now. That's what I'm saying. Well... <laughs> You know, if the shoe doesn't fit, shove your foot in harder. <laughs> what the fuck? That doesn't help either, you know. No, no. no I don't I'm know. I'm sorry. Amanda's in a silly mood. I apparently am in a ridiculously silly mood. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that makes a good quote, though. If the shoe doesn't fit, shove, shove it, it in harder. In harder. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, is that good life advice? I don't even know. I don't know. It may be situational advice. The visual is not great. Yeah. <laughs> That's no. all I'm saying. I don't no, there's, know. There's been better visions. <laughs> yes to that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So 
Yeah. Moving swiftly <laughs> forward. <laughs> let's let's leave that behind us now. Might be good. Ooh. Yeah, well back there in the past. So hi Allie. Thanks so hi. much for being on the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. <laughs> I would say that we're not always this weird, but I mean, wrong. that's a lie. That yeah. would be a lie. It, it is just, a lie. No, normal is just a setting on the washer. That's all. Oh, that's I like that. Like I don't too. think I even have that on the washer. I, I think, think, think I do I think, I think my, my dish, no, maybe my laundry. I don't know. Anyways, you get it. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's somewhere, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I like that saying though. So hi, tell us about yourself, Allie. Who are you? I, I'm Allie. Hi. hi. <laughs> I I do a lot of World of Warcraft stuff and a lot of podcasting. And I have my own podcast called Dungeon Fables. And I guest on another one called All Things Azeroth. And I just do geeky stuff. As we like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I'm really excited to have you on the show. I think it's probably why I'm so like being weird. <laughs> extra weird i don't weird know just one. different <laughs> monica my push you. You, <laughs> that's also a very weird word always found that whatever <laughs> cool <laughs> what the fuck what the editing is gonna be fantastic wow. with that one <laughs> mm-hmm. future amanda is <laughs> Hating you already. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, future Amanda. Yeah. I've been pretty mean to her lately. (laughs) Cool. So before we start going into the depth of what's going on today, we have a rapid fire round for you, which we have for all the guests. Uh, It's often not very rapid, but we try. (laughs) So let's get ready. I need more audio sounds than just drum rolls. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You're better than mine, if that helps. (laughs) Where are you from? I am from Colorado, over in the States. I didn't actually know that. It's very cold and snowy. It snowed like all day yesterday, so. And free weed. No, not free weed, but. It's not free. It's legal. Very legal. Um, since when are you a geek? So you can add, add an, a year and maybe a story of your first geeky experience. Oh, yikes. Probably since I was born, honestly, because my dad was a big geek. And so he was playing, you know, Atari and Ooh. as 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 early as he could get away with it, he was showing me, you know, Star Wars and his Marvel comics and everything. So I pretty much grew up a geek. Nice. Yeah. I like awesome. the marvel comics influence a lot mm-hmm. yeah i grew up reading you know classic x-men and spider-man those were my favorites Ooh, yeah. nice what are your biggest geeky influences so you can think books movies tv shows teachers games or whatever comes to mind oh my goodness um well like i said my dad he's probably the number one i mean these days he's not my favorite person in the world but i have and to give goes. him credit he you know he's very very eager to <laughs> he didn't know what to do with the girl he had me at a really young age so he just was showing me all the stuff he enjoyed and so that was you know really set me on my path and then after that it was just i i ran with it you know i read whatever book i could get my hand on and played many 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 hours of video games <laughs> and you know my mom played some you know she she played a couple games here and there but outside of that she she was fine as long as i went outside once in a while and played and 
was at least a little well-rounded. Uh, she was okay with me playing hours of video <laughs> games, which was nice. Other than that, you know, just I, I didn't have too many girls growing up that played. So it was mostly, you know, uh, there was a boy next door who played. So once in a while we played, you know, Nintendo together. Mm. And I, I had a couple in middle school that would play. So, like, we'd have sleepovers and play. And I'd watch whatever nerdy movies my you know parents would be okay with me watching you know my dad used i think the ewoks in star wars to get me into star wars initially and once you know my mom was comfortable with me seeing you know violence in movies and stuff you know my dad would show me more and and it just kind of grew from there you know and and when did i start taking computers i think middle school i started having a couple computer classes and i took to it right away so i had a couple teachers you know who would teach me a couple things because they you know they knew they could trust me and you know, one of my teachers was the one to teach me control delete and what I did for a computer. And I felt like I was all powerful and just, you know, little things like that, that just kind of built on each other. Nice. Yeah. That sounds like yeah. a perfect base. It was good. It was a good base. It was solid. Solid base. So what are your current geeky pastimes? Mostly video games, you know, between mostly, mostly computer, a little bit of console. I just don't have all the time I used to have when I was younger. So <laughs> it's mostly <laughs> PC. adulting sucks. Right? Uh, yeah. Adulting is <laughs> overrated. Uh, mostly PC, mostly World of Warcraft, especially since I started podcasting. That kind of between podcasting and World of Warcraft, that kind of takes up most of my free time. But that's okay. That's good. Nice. And here we already ended the rapid fire round. We needed to start announcing when it's actually over because we sometimes some don't confusion. do that yep <laughs> boom over so you started amazingly it's awesome <laughs> we really should like start timing them and give out prizes or something i try to keep it short or it's kind of rapid <laughs> or we need to ask more on point questions yeah, yeah. we will figure it out we will yeah <laughs> <laughs> so ali what's the geeky thing we're talking about today well, kind of a combination of women in Warcraft, which kind of leads nicely into women in podcasting. Kind nice. Of go hand in hand together. At least for me, they do. Yeah. I think there's a really nice like little area there where it totally intersects. Yeah. Especially when you're podcasting about Warcraft. Super helpful. Right. Yeah. yeah I. <laughs> and it's interesting because, you know, when I first started playing World of Warcraft, it was back in Burning Crusade. So that was 2006. 2007 i probably should look that up whenever that came out and you know back then there there wasn't a whole lot of female gamers i ran into but i think over the years it's become more acceptable and so more people are coming out as being hey i'm actually a woman and it's less scary although there's Mm -hmm. still bad experiences which i could talk about later if you want but uh you know for the most part it's it's becoming easier and there's more women in the game or at least being more open about it. And that is a good thing. Mm. Yeah, I think you're you're definitely right because in the some recent statistics, uh, men and women, like male and female gamer ratio is just about even. Um, These days, yeah, yeah. Which like that just goes to show that it's not really, like it's a publicly and loudly male dominated environment, but there's just as many women out there playing. There really are. You know, when I first started, I eventually joined a guild and they were like, oh my gosh, it's a girl. And they were kind of tripping over themselves and talking to me and it was a big deal, whatever. And eventually they calmed down, which was good because they were driving me nuts. But, you know, I mean, and I can go to this if you want, but like eventually it became a problem because 
the guild leader was, you know, hitting on me and flirting with me. Mm-hmm. And at first I was single and it was fine. You know, it's all good fun. And, you know, it's, I enjoyed it. I was single, like I said, and uh, eventually it got to the point where he started pushing it too far. And mm-hmm. I told him I was uncomfortable and I asked him to stop. And he basically wanted to have cyber sex with me, I guess is the most polite way to say it. And I was like, no, I'm done. Yeah. No, like I, I told you to stop and you kept pushing and I told him I was done. So when I started hanging out with other people in the guild who were actually like, nice and respectful and everything and i felt safe with uh he got mad and peaced out and took the guild with him and disbanded oh oh wow right an, and that was probably like the worst experience i've had an asshole in gaming ever yeah it was horrible and these guys have been playing together for years and years and years before world of warcraft even and so he abandoned these, these years of friendship over that over a woman not wanting to have sex with yeah. cyber sex it's like yeah right like i mean you can't imagine what, <laughs> what a decent person that guy must have been in real life oh yeah and it's funny because um i'm actually the leader of the, like so so those of us left behind like we reformed a guild and it was fine and i'm actually the leader of that guild now and so i think it was last year that guy reached out to one of my guildies you know one of the like the original core people and was like, hey, what's up? How you doing? How are things? They caught up on life a little bit. He was like, hey, is, is that girl still in the guild, you guys? He's like, yep, and she's the leader. <laughs> <laughs> he immediately stopped talking to him again, and they haven't talked since. <laughs> wow. Seems yeah, like but I real... mean, thankfully, because over the years, like I said, it's become more acceptable to be a gamer and a geek and everything. So it it is more even now, and those things while they do still happen, I feel happen less, which I think is good. And it's becoming more of a comfortable environment, I think, for women just to be as geeky as they want and have no shame for it, which is really nice. It is nice. I was I was never a like an online gamer until I met Tom, my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't I, I I got to miss a lot of those ex- experiences. Which, <laughs> what a bummer. <laughs> which, you know, like I say it like, you know, I got to miss them as if it's something sad. But like, I'm I'm quite happy that I've come in <laughs> after all of that happened. Like yeah. at, at its peak. And, and I'm thankful for women like you who did go through that, that bullshit and be like, this is not okay. And, you know. I mean, it's still, there's still times when it's a little intimidating. You know, if you say, say I'm jumping into a, a pickup group and to do a raid or something, and they ask me to go into their discord, you know, sometimes I won't talk because there is still, and this is, this isn't, this is my own thing, just in my own head. You know, there's still that fear of being looked down on and thought less of because I'm a girl and I feel like I have more to prove because I'm a girl and it's usually not the case anymore, mm. but because in the beginning it, it was, you know, that could be a little rough at times. So there's still times like I don't want to talk because I don't want them, you know, what if I screw up and then they think all girls must suck because this girl sucks because it happened in the past. Mm. And so, you know, there's still moments, but it really has, you know, I run into more and more females gaming or, you know, having geeky conversations and whatever than I used to. I think it's a fascinating thing that women often don't acknowledge their own time that it takes to learn something. And even if they, when they, they finally are at the point where they can compete with others in the same realm, they still think they're in, or even if they, they have more skills than people they play with or 
do anything else with, they still think that they are the weakest link in the room. We had that in the previous interview coming up as well. So it's interesting that you mention it also because we always also just talk ourselves down in our head. That's true. That's very true. And maybe we just need to own the fucking room more. Even at university, um, we had like gender studies it, because I studied um, educational science and we had a seminar with um, um, women's studies in it. And there are the in uh, general in educational studies, there are like 300 people in the class and like 10 of them are guys, right? And always also, especially also in the female studies uh, seminar, All the men were talking and the it took the women way longer to speak up during the class and men just always stand there and talk about shit. So I think we really just in all areas in our lives need to own the fucking room more. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it takes it, it's hard for anyone, no matter if you're, mm -hmm. you know, male mm -hmm. or female, like to to put yourself out there mm -hmm. if you're not comfortable. And it, it, it is something I know. I know just speaking for myself, like, that's something over the years I've had to work on, you know, is to not be afraid to put myself out there and to speak up more and, mm. you know, with, with confidence. And I mean, that's, that's, you know, a lack of confidence is definitely something that reaches everyone, no matter who mm. you are. So, but you know, over the years it's, it's gotten a little better and podcasting definitely helped with that. So yeah, that's, that's the thing. <laughs> I definitely agree uh, that podcasting helps with, uh, with confidence. Um, And I'm going to be like super vulnerable here, but I actually, I, I still have a hard time being like a voice in, on a round table, like in a room, even with a group of women who I know pretty well. Um, if we're all sitting around having a conversation about something that's actually quite important or deep or even, even feminism or something like I, I don't often talk and it's because like, I, I feel like what I have to say doesn't, is, isn't that impactful, I guess. Right. And, Like, I, I just still even ha have that lack of confidence to kind of speak up. Um, but podcasting is helping. <laughs> it, it definitely does. I mean, I've only been podcasting for a year and a half, roughly. And and in that time, like, I definitely, I mean, when I started, you know, I mean, if we're going to go into, you know, talking about being male dominated, when, when I first started, I was a little worried because it is mostly male dominated. And I have like numbers I can share later, but I didn't know if if I would just be accepted, if I'd be supported, encouraged, thought less of, like, I didn't know what to expect from the podcasting community. Mm -hmm. And because I did have those previous experiences in, you know, gaming and stuff or, you know, or a school telling someone I gamed and getting like judgmental looks from them, but it has turned out to be far better than I could have ever expected and met with nothing but support and encouragement and all of that. And it's been the most positive experience. And I did not expect it to be, nearly as positive as it has been, which has been a wonderful, lovely, incredible surprise. Oh, that's good. That gives me lots of warm fuzzies for you. <laughs> um, so I want to ask, how did you start your podcast and what what made you start it? And tell us the story. Well, I've been listening to podcasts for 10 plus years and I always found myself, you know, be walking to the class or whatever and listening to the podcast and responding back to the person as they ask a question, even though I'm just, you know, by, my by myself, you know, doing nothing. And just over the years, you know, I just kept doing that and kept listening to podcasts, but I never, I never really had the guts to like reach out and email into these shows or try to be a part of the community until, you know, a few years later. 
And, you know, I got a little involved in a couple forums here and there, but that was it. And eventually got to the point that I just, the more I played, the more I, I wanted to start a podcast. And it took me years to act really, like, get an idea together and figure out what I wanted to do. And then in 2018, I just decided, you know what, let's just, let's just go for it. Let's just do it. Let's just have fun. You know, these podcasters seem like they're having a great time. They get <laughs> to, you know, talk about all this geeky stuff they enjoy. And so I, I just started <laughs> and I, you know, did a little bit of research and, you know, Frasley reached out and sent me a couple things and a couple tips and things, which was great. And <laughs> I, before I started my show, I actually was asked to guest on World of Warcast, which is one of the oldest running Warcraft related podcasts out there. And that was the first one I ever listened to. Ooh. And uh, the hosts are Starman and Renata and Renata was on vacation or something. I can't remember now. And so Starman asked me on because we had been talking a bit and he, I invited him to do a couple of raids with my guild. And so that was like my first itch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was. It was all over. It's all his fault. And I that made me realize like I really enjoyed just being able to geek out with people. Mm. And I went ahead and just jumped in for two feet in and just got going. And it's been great. That sounds amazing. It does. And that must have been awesome to be like a guest on one of the first podcasts you ever listened to. It's it was mind blowing. Like I I I like a Honestly, like <laughs> I had a bit of a panic attack right before it because it was, <laughs> it was actually happening and I was going to be on this show that I've been listening to for years. And it just, I almost chickened out last minute because like I said, it's hard to put yourself out there. Mm. And to be guessing on that show of all shows was a big deal. And my I, at that time, I didn't have a mic. I had just had my crappy headset, but <laughs> it, it worked out. And, you know, Starman was incredibly encouraging. And I, yeah, it, it was to this day, like I've guessed on a couple more times since then, and Starman and I are actually friends. We game every week, and it's just still mind blowing at times that that happened. And it was all because I, you know, tried to have just a little bit of confidence and courage and put myself out there a little bit, just like a little, little toe out there. <laughs> and uh, that's, yeah, it was good. That's also quite the bang to start off your own podcast career with. <laughs> start with a huge <laughs> podcast guest spot. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, what does a normal day in the life as a woman in Warcraft podcasting look about look look like? It depends on the day. The mo most days there is some kind of podcasting involved for me or something related to because with my show I look at the lore behind the dungeons and raids in World of Warcraft. And so that requires a lot of research <laughs> and mm -hmm. a lot of show notes. I'm basically writing some kind of paper every week almost. Oh wow. With my show notes and uh, well, because I mean, I could outline it, but I'm afraid like I'd miss like details. So mm -hmm. it's a little more, my show notes are a little more detailed because of it. I, I got outlines here and there, but it's, it's a little more detailed. <laughs> so that it takes a lot of time. And because I do use things like music and sound clips and voices and stuff, I, you know, have to edit those in too. So editing takes a while, researching takes a while, you know, plus I have to record. So every day I'm usually doing something, whether it's, editing or research or recording on Monday nights where I record all things Azeroth and you know on the weekends I do a lot of it a lot of editing <laughs> so not this weekend I'm ahead of it this weekend but <laughs> I every day there is just there's a little something and usually for me since I have the later shift at work in the mornings I'm usually doing something for the show that sounds yeah quite... dedication to the craft yeah <laughs> 
has to be. (laughs) You know, I get a little burnt out at times. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's, Mm. it can be rough to have to, you know, keep working on it or I get behind and end up having late nights, but it's, it is something I'm, I'm passionate about and I enjoy and I have fun with. And that creative outlet, I did not realize how many years of my life I was missing that mm-hmm. until I started. And then I realized how good it felt to have that creative outlet. So it's been, I've learned a lot about myself through it. So it's been mm-hmm. really good. That sounds amazing. Self-development through yeah. podcasting. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Would you like to share anything that you've learned about yourself with us just out of sheer curiosity? Oh, let's see. Um, To be really vulnerable. I, I've learned just in general that it's okay to have some self-esteem and it's mm-hmm. okay to have confidence. And I'm not as bad as I make myself out to be in my own head. Because I spent so many years thinking I was just a screw up and messing up a lot of people's lives. I mean, my it started when I was young because when I was not when I, when my parents had me, they were, you know, 17 and 18. I was kind of mm. a big oops. And because of that, you know, I saw the impact of them having, you know, a child at such a young age. And so I grew up thinking I just screwed up their lives and I shouldn't even be around. And, you know, I won't go into all the details, but it got pretty dark for me for many years. And so eventually through continuing to game and just try to be around people once in a while, at least, even though social anxiety is definitely a thing. <laughs> and now through, you know, later in the years of podcasting stuff, I've learned that I I am not the screw up. I think I am my own head. And I, I do actually have things to say once in a while that people actually care about. Mm-hmm. And that in general, like people want to talk to me and it's okay. It's okay to be myself. That's what a lot of it boils down to is that it's, it's okay to be myself as scary as it is sometimes to put that self out there and let others see who I am. Mm. You know, it's okay because really in this world, everyone's just doing the best they can to be whoever they want to be. And I'm another one of those people and that's, that's okay. Mm. Amen to that. I could probably blab on and on, but that's the best way to (laughs) (laughs) distinctly say it. (laughs) I love that. I think that's a lot of really awesome lessons learned. And I mean, of course people want to talk to you. You're amazing. So, <laughs> but I'm just like, me. That's the thing. Like in my exactly. mind, I'm, I'm not that, that that amazing. I'm just you're you, and you're amazing. And <laughs> Monica's Monica, and she's amazing. And I'm me, and I'm amazing. And everybody is amazing. And that's yeah. why we want to talk to each other. And that's what's great. Like everyone has their own strengths, their own weaknesses, their own stories to tell. And that's part of what's great about being alive, about being human. You know, we all have those things, and it's really special when you get to share those things. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Even without the heating. Oh, no, I'm actually quite warm now. Yeah. <laughs> like, physically now. Yeah. Oh, wow. That got so deep, I don't know how to go back to work. No, I wasn't. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't expecting that. I'm just going to sip my coffee a little more. That was, uh, yeah. I love it. I think that's something that geeky people like us often do have issues with because it's not when we grew up it wasn't 2020 and marvel movies were in the cinemas and (laughs) and it was quite all right to to video game because people made a lot of money with it it wasn't cool and you were just kind of weird by having all these things and by being interested in that stuff and everybody else wasn't doing that so it's some kind of acceptance that we can 
get to now or it's great when we get to the point of the self-acceptance now where we're like well you know what it made me feel good it gave me great memories and i can like whatever the fuck i want to like and that's okay so i think that's for all of us some sort of progress in in our lives that we reached a point where we're like yeah we're quite all right with the things we like and with the way we are and that's okay because we all are worthy of that and we all deserve to be okay with our fucking selves yeah very true and it's still it still gets tricky you know for example in in my offline life when i'm not gaming and stuff i am a preschool teacher Mm -hmm. and that's a very female dominated field oh yeah and you know we we have these parents that we interact with every day and there are still times that you know if someone asks me like what i do for fun or whatever and i talk about you know being a gamer and being a geek and everything you know i i still get judged yeah i still get looks but more often (laughs) than it used to be i'll get someone that's like oh hey that's great i used Mm -hmm. to play games too before i had kids or did you see that latest marvel movie or whatever and you're able to strike up those conversations more often so there are still some that you know especially because you know i teach little kids like how could i be a geek or whatever like that still happens unfortunately but it's not i I, it's not something i feel like i have to hide anymore you know it's not this like super secret thing that i you know oh i'm gonna go home after work and play video games like it's not a secret anymore you know and i can i can be myself and everyone can be themselves and yeah the judging's still gonna be there it's just it's not as bad as it used to be. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is- and it's also, I think, that we get to a certain point in our lives where we just stop give to a fuck. care as much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. yeah. It, that's yeah. true. Like, and that's definitely something as I've gotten older. I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm 30. How old am I now? 35, I think. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like it took a while for me to get to that point to stop caring what other yeah. people think. And mm-hmm. I think it's a really healthy point to get to for. Mm-hmm anyone yeah and that definitely getting older definitely helps with because that. also <laughs> in reality like 90 percent of the times at least that we think that other people judge us for who we are or what we are it's not even true and the other 10 yeah. percent are just assholes so that's true yeah that's true i was reading in a book the other day and Monica's probably gonna be able to correct me on where I go wrong with the story um, <laughs> because we're reading the same book right now um so it's uh it was a life-changing a woman, one also yeah it was a woman who was saying that she was afraid to go outside wearing like the kind of clothes that she really wanted to wear because she was afraid of what other people are going to say about what she was wearing and think like oh a fat woman shouldn't be wearing that or why why would somebody look like that and then she noticed somebody who got on was it she they got on the bus and they were like there was something really really distinct about them like they had dyed themselves blue or something i don't know monica where what what am i going with here i i can't remember anyways but like this person got on a public transport and was like totally like wearing something ridiculous that she was like oh my gosh look at them and not one other person batted an eyelid they like nobody looked at them nobody gave a shit what that person was wearing and she was like well if they can do that, then I can wear what I want. And like it flipped this switch in her that like nobody actually gives a shit what you're doing. That's true. Because nobody's, yeah. everybody is so self-obsessed with what they're doing that they don't care what you're doing. They don't care that I come home at night. I, not that I go out during the day either, but that at night I play <laughs> video games. Um, that's the benefits of working from home. I was like, I d- don't come home. I just like 
<laughs> Switch the tab. Look at the set yeah. different screen. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's like instead of Trello, I go to Steam. <laughs> yeah. Well, and even even on on the rare occasions, because you're right, most people in general are pretty self absorbed, and even when they do bat an eye, that's pretty much it. They bat an eye, and it's shortly forgotten. Yeah. Exactly. And I think we need to get to a point where we're yeah, just don't give a fuck more because yeah those are probably and very likely not great people who will shame you in public for the way you look like or whatever it is that you enjoy in your life so why search for their approval approval in the first place yeah i mean if you're not if you're not harming anyone then yeah. it's cool yeah, yeah. like just by by caring too much about what other people think which that's something in my own life i'm still working on and i've gotten better over the years but Amen. by caring too much about that you're just holding yourself back. Yeah. And I spent too many, I wasted too many years caring about that. Yeah. I had this level of self-confidence when I was in high school that I kind of envy right now. Like I wish I could go back there <laughs> just to be like, give me all your secrets. How did you do it? Um, but I was going to like a, a youth event one night um, and I wanted to wear these cow print pajama bottoms um, <laughs> out like out of the house and to this event and my dad's leather jacket uh which was like four sizes too big and I looked like I was swimming in it and my mom was like you look ridiculous why are you going out and I was like oh where would I want and she she demanded to take a picture of me so that when I was 30 when I was 40 I could look at this picture and remember how ridiculous I looked and like nobody cared that I was wearing cow pajama pants then I've mentioned it to people that were there that night and they're like, you, I didn't know you were wearing Capuchin. Like that, who cares? Do you have this picture? I feel like I need to see this picture. I have it at my parents' house in Canada, so I definitely need to get it. Get, you like, do. Get I, it I want to see it just because that's um, awesome. Same. I look awesome. Like every time I look at this picture, I'm like, fucking, hey, I look great. <laughs> like their plan <laughs> totally backfired. Um, but I remember how much they were like, you can't go out like that. And I was like, want to bet <laughs> <laughs> also if people didn't judge you when you were 15 or 16 then they sure as hell not gonna judge you now because that's probably often the roughest time anyway with exactly. getting approval from your peers yeah don't do that as much when you're over 30 that's no. true <laughs> it was a nice tangent <laughs> let's rein this back into some warcraft and some podcasting stats because i believe you've got some actual figures to share with us i do because i saw in the show notes you're you're wondering what the ratio is of men and to women in podcasting and so i'm gonna this is just specifically for a world of warcraft related podcast i actually reached out to ro from realm maintenance that's really hard to say i oh, yeah. that a lot <laughs> it's like a little bit of a tongue twister because <laughs> ro covers basically all the different podcasts and so he knows these kind of numbers and i don't and <laughs> so ro was explaining to me that in there's roughly right now 45 World of Warcraft podcasts. And he actually like gave me this like list of all the different female podcasters. And there's now roughly, well, 19 now. There was 20, but in case you didn't hear, uh, Thist, who I know has been on the show before, yeah. actually got hired on at Blizzard. We awesome. and it was just fucking amazing. Yeah. So I'm super happy for her. That means she can't be a podcaster anymore for World of Warcraft. <laughs> but I'm really happy for her. So yeah. now there's 19 <laughs> female podcasters. So basically, um, they are on about 15 of the almost 45 WoW podcasts out there. 
And okay. so the ratio right now, according to all this, uh, Rose saying is about one in three World of Warcraft podcasts has a female podcaster, nice. which honestly was higher than I had thought because there was some yeah. shows I hadn't, I was not aware of. So that's really cool. And I was talking to Starman a bit because he was around obviously for the early days since he had one of the first podcasts out there for World of Warcraft. And in the early days, there actually was a decent amount too. He wasn't sure like what the ratio was at that point, but a lot of them, he, there was a good amount. And then as the podcast scene blew up, <laughs> that <laughs> ratio at one point went to one in 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's that one's a little more shocking. And I think kind of harkens back to what we were saying earlier that it's it can be intimidating to put yourself out there, mm. especially mm-hmm. since, you know, a lot of us, you know, spent years with it not being okay to be a girl and playing video games and stuff. Yeah. And I think as time wore on and it did become more acceptable and less judgmental and everything <laughs> and everyone could just do what they want to do, I think more women have found the confidence to to put themselves out there and to step out there and do podcasting and do these geeky things that they enjoy doing, which I think is awesome. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, one to three shows having a female podcaster on them, that's that's better than I was expecting. Honestly, me too. Yeah. Yeah. And to be honest as well, I think that 45 Warcraft shows, like I would have thought there would have been a lot more. Same. I well, don't know this, why. Is, this is like specifically World of Warcraft. And he said roughly, like yeah. it might be more like 47, 48, you know, I'm not yeah. sure. And there's plenty, you know, if, if you go across all of Blizzard games, obviously there's mm. a lot more. And I think there was a time there was a lot more, but you know, some shows over the years, you know, they pod fade or just straight up quit and that kind of thing. And just, you know, when you get a game that's been around for this many years, it's yeah. it's going to happen. <laughs> but that's also why it surprises me, to be honest, that it's only around, like, under 100 podcasts, even yeah. not even 50. I mean, because you say roughly 45 and two or three up or down, five up or down. But I would have expected way more than that. Yeah, I think just... Like I said, over the years, I mean, there were there's even since I started podcasting, there's been a couple of shows that have closed their doors mm. and some that, you know, just pod fade because it's life gets busy that or people true. lose interest. You know, like I think over the years, the player base has gotten a little smaller, too. Mm. So I think that's that's definitely part of it. But like I said, it's it's been great because I didn't because there aren't you know, there are a decent amount of women podcasters for this genre. And I think that's great. I just I didn't know what to expect, so it was nice seeing those who were already there, yeah, and and mm-hmm. rocking it and doing it awesome, and getting to see that they were having a good experience, and that gave me more confidence to go ahead and try. You know, if all else fails, I'm at least having fun and enjoying it. Yeah. But it's been yeah. it's been awesome. Like I said, this community is incredibly supportive to everyone. It doesn't matter your race, your gender, your you know orientation like it doesn't matter like it has been just so incredibly accepting and supportive and encouraging of each other and everyone you know is for the most part everyone you know guests on each other's shows and you know talks about each other's shows and it's just such a great community to be a part of honestly i have found that as well um i know that we don't have a warcraft podcast even though we felt like we did for a while <laughs> almost every week we were talking about warcraft and um, with me having no clue but sure it's really fun yeah considering um, 
but when I first got like really involved with the gamer side of Twitter, it was in the Warcraft community because that's that's who Tom knows really well. Right. Yeah. Um, and Tom, for those listeners who don't know, um, is my boyfriend, but his, he had a podcast that was a, a World of Warcraft and, and Blizzard in general podcast. And so, yeah, I kind of piggybacked on the people that he knew. I was like, oh, hey, you guys are doing cool things. And you know what? Everyone was so lovely. Like, I'm just like, I, I just agree wholeheartedly. Like, it's the best community and it's one that I really cherish. Yeah, it's just, we're all just geeks. And we're just being geeks together. Yeah, amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> so other than those like comments and problems that we talked about at the beginning of the show, as like a woman in Warcraft podcasting, how have you, how's it been? It's been good. I mean, once in a while I do have this just, and this is totally self-inflicted. I just, I have this little voice in my head, you know, when someone asks me to be on their show as a guest or to be, you know, for example, two years now I've been on the, a panel for uh, Calm Before the Storm, which is a community-ran event. And I've been on the Pod Before the Con panel on Twitch, you know, like a couple days before the event happens. And just these kind of things, there's this little voice in my head that says, they only want you on because there's a girl. And there's not enough girl gamers out there, or enough, sorry, uh, girl podcasters out there, you know, wanting to do this stuff. And I've had to kind of squish that voice <laughs> because, you know, that's at least to my knowledge, not the case. But that can be, if I listen to that voice, that can be a little rough. Mm. You know, and it makes me feel like it's not, they don't, you know, they're not asking me on for me, they're asking me on just so they can have a, a woman representative on. And that can be a little rough at times. But like I said, I, I'm fully aware that logically speaking, that really is just my own little inner demon that I have to deal with. And these days, you know, but the more I do this and more I gain my, my confidence and stuff, uh, that voice is pretty much gone. Yeah, the inner critic can be a real bitch. Yeah, very, very true. Also, I'm thinking maybe these opportunities, even if that were the case, which it obviously isn't, but maybe eventually it is because sometimes they just need this token, token female, right? But take it and make it yours. So... Fuck yeah, you have, you whatever the reason why you get this opportunity, you have this opportunity then and you, then it's your space and you take up the whole entire space with all your <laughs> awesomeness and be like, you would have wanted to invite me in the first place, not because of my not balls, but because of my awesomeness <laughs> and yeah, make a big yeah. fat, I don't know, market like a dogwood or something. <laughs> Yeah, such Just a way like with that. words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> well, and there was a really great moment actually just this past week because Ro had actually tweeted about all of this on, on Twitter. And um, Manny from For Azroth, who also is, is another lore podcaster, had a kind of a back and forth exchange with someone who was responding to Ro's tweets, you know, because they were talking about, you know, well, we, you know, I forget all the wording. So I don't, I don't want to try to quote it because I'm probably going to like missay something. But basically, the whole line was how it's, you know, we can't force more women to podcast if they don't want to podcast and because everyone can podcast if they want to. And Manny brought up the point that, you know, one of the things we could do to support that is support the ones that are already doing it, mm. you know, and it shows that it is a welcoming community when you do that kind of thing. And he listed a couple of, you know, great female podcasters to follow and support and and I was one of them. And so to be included in that was just 
mind blowing to me and <laughs> really, really touching. And be- between that, I mean, what you were saying, Monica, like, it's a great point. Like it's, even even if that little inner demon is right and I am just invited on something to be a token woman because you need that once in a while, like, it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you're showing that it's true. Anyone can do this. Come do it. Come join us. And, you know, it's, it's, it's okay to be a woman gamer. It's okay to be a geek. It's okay to be a podcaster. You know, you don't have to necessarily be just because podcasting just because you're a woman. Like, you're podcasting because you are a geek. Mm. And we're all just geeks doing this together. Mm. And I do get the opportunity to show that, actually, which is, I mean, a great way to look at it. And, and I do think it's important because some it's the same with work often where they need to hit a certain women quota. One could judge that mm. as well. But also it's important that this is somewhere in the common, like it's visible that that's not just, that there are two little women in various spaces. So sure. there need to be made room for these women. And if even if you're the only token woman there, some other girl might see you and they would feel represented and you will have changed the life of that one girl just because she saw you there. And even it was just for they want they needed a they needed a girl there, but it will change the life of someone else just because they had the opportunity to see you. Yeah. You know, just like I was saying, you know, like I saw other great female podcasters out there, like that laid the example down, Mm -hmm. you know, just, just as, you know, other, you know, podcasters, when they first started podcasting, you know, male or female, you know, they, they laid down that example for everyone else. And that's Mm -hmm. just kind of how it goes. It's circle of life. (laughs) It is. And I think as female podcasters that we also have a responsibility, just like, say, women in corporate America or women in, in the private in private companies, when they finally get, get up to that C-level position and they mentor and bring other women up with them and show them, like, this is how you do it. This is how you get a seat at the table. And by get a seat, I mean, you make your fucking seat and you sit there. And this, like, we have that responsibility as women in podcasting to do that to others who are thinking about joining this like geeky thing that we're all doing yeah for sure and i think especially in podcasting it's easy to create that space yourself you know it's anyone can start Mm -hmm. you just you have to the the scariest part is that first step and putting yourself out there and it's scary for everyone no matter who you are and but it's great because anyone can do it if you want to do it do the thing true yes just do the thing. That is really good advice, though. Do the thing. Do the thing. I think it's a. Where did I hear? I think I first heard that exact phrase from uh, Scruffy Druid on Twitter, who also he does, she does like, a general gaming podcast too, and plays a lot of Warcraft and stuff. And I think she was the first one I've heard actually utter that phrase. Do the thing. But it's a good. It's a good one. It's a it good, good one. Yeah, for sure. Would you say that there's any aspect of gender inequality within Warcraft podcasting? I don't think so. I've never felt that at all. And I thought I would, like I was expecting there to be some kind of inequality, but I've never felt treated, you know, as being a lesser podcaster or less valued or less knowledgeable or anything like that. Not once. So basically once you're in there, you're in there. Yeah. Nice. 
It really is such a welcoming community. Like you see really new people is. and they're just like, come on in, join the Warcraft family. Like just kind of you. wrap yourself around them. And yeah, yeah. it's, it's great. And it's, <laughs> yeah. I feel very fortunate to be part of that community. Nice. Good. What, uh, what advice would you give to young kids or maybe more specifically young geeky girls in getting involved with Warcraft podcasting or Warcraft or podcasting in general? To just do it, to be, <laughs> it, it's easier said than done, but worry less about what other people think about you and oh, man. and just do it if it's something you want to do just do it mm-hmm. and you, yeah you may not you may not know everything and you may not be fully prepared but you figure it out as you go along mm. stumble along the way and there's lots of people out there to help yeah exactly and we're we're all we're all stumbling in our own ways and yeah <laughs> with gaming with podcasting with life in general that's just we we try a lot of people try to make it look like they got their all their shit together well, and all, all their ducks in a row but really we're all just trying to figure out this whole life thing. yeah and it's all fucking lies nobody has their shit together that is so true <laughs> like, sh- show me one person who has their fucking shit together i can't think of one yep me neither even the ones who have the money and are in the places, they don't have their sheet together either. Nope. Ali has been absolutely wonderful. I've really enjoyed this conversation. And I think from the laughter and the great points that Monica made, I, I think she did too. I definitely, I really loved the vulnerability today. It's so great. <laughs> it's been really fun. Thank you so much for having me on. It was a great talk. Thanks. Thank you so much. Uh, where can we go to find out more about you and Dungeon Fables? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Aliandris K. You can find my show Dungeon Fables wherever you find your podcast or DungeonFables.com or on Twitter at Dungeon Fables. And like I was mentioning, you can hear me every week on All Things Azeroth. Amazing. So. We will put all that information in the show notes. And as you say that, I don't actually think that I follow you on Twitter. I just follow Dungeon People. So <gasps> after this episode, that's going to change. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope so. I thought I thought we were following each other, but maybe not. I could be wrong. I don't know. There's, I don't know. <laughs> I will double check, though, and I'll be like, yep, follow. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thanks again. And listeners, we will see you next week for another awesome episode of Geek Caring. Bye. Bye. If you like this episode of Geek Herring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Herring and over on geekherring.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.